okay but i've been getting over covid it is taking forever to get over it most of the symptoms are gone but i am so foggy like it's like strange like i'm too foggy to really even like take the car out and like go down the street and get like a list of groceries like it's kind of weird um but anyways I did want to talk some about um some opportunities online that I think a lot of people could probably benefit from uh, or at least knowing about so I had some updates about offer up um it's hard to say what sells best, but I would say Bluetooth headphones, earbuds, if they're in good condition, those are usually okay, especially if they're like like the higher quality name brand versions. Um, certain sports equipment, certain items, um power tools um, I would just say when it comes to bigger items the issue is the pickup and you know that kind of thing like I'm located in LA so you know this time of year is really good I've noticed a lot of people are going towards used products maybe because of the economy I don't really know for sure um but yeah, I, you know, I'm trying some new things just to test and see kind of what's going on to create some content around it. I wanted to do something live today. I uh, got an account open over on Kick, and I just couldn't get OBS to really work with it. First I had sound only and the sound was bouncing all over the place and then I had video on OBS but nothing was showing up on kick and I didn't have audio because I was going in messing with the settings and so I'm going to have to figure that out but um, I'll be on there in the general chat room. Uh, I don't know when. I was trying to do Sunday late afternoons but I really don't know when. Uh, depends when I get it working. My goal today was to try to record this current podcast episode live on there. That didn't happen. Um, I don't think my head is in good enough shape to really be trying to do something even that complex. Um, but you'll see if you look in the past videos, there's a whole bunch of little pieces of clips that you know didn't really work I think in one of them you could kind of hear some audio for like a second um I didn't really listen to like the whole thing but you know there are a few viewers trying to trying to get in there and then I just couldn't get it up and running so 
unfortunately. So, you know, I watched some more tutorials. I think I'll figure that out, but eventually. And I didn't really want to keep on, you know, using my energy. I'm literally so tired. I do not know why. I slept really well. Had some caffeine this morning. And I was good earlier, but I really started, like, my energy really started tanking. And, you know, it's still kind of tanking. Like, I could I could probably fall asleep right now. Um, but that does not sound like a good idea. Um, I don't want anything impacting my night sleep. So, because I'm not trying to be up till, like, 2 in the morning. But, yeah, getting back to this... All the e-commerce stuff. Um, that's what I would recommend right now. If there's if there are people who are trying to just start something real quick, offer up is probably your best bet. Um, if you haven't used it in a while, you'll probably be surprised. Um, I would say there are positives and negatives, and so the positives it's easy to set up. Um, it's easy to set up the payment gateway. It's easy to kind of set up your profile and just start posting photos of stuff. And, you know, your shipping details or pickup details and all that. It's easy. Um, if you need something fast, that is kind of complicated. So what happens is if somebody buys something off of you... You have 24 hours to accept that offer. So if you miss that window, you, you know, you don't have that option unless somebody, you know, alerts you again. So if you don't want to have notifications turned on every day, then check the app every day because you never know. Um... And sometimes there's communication on there. People want to know, is this still available? I don't know why people ask that so much. Maybe it's because maybe people don't take things off of there when someone purchases them. But that's an experience I've been having. Most of my messages are, is this is this available? Is this available? And it's like, yeah, it's still available. It's still online. It's still there for you to purchase if you want it buy it you know um but that's one thing that I kind of noticed there's a lot of correspondence I'd say more so than other apps more so than like eBay I don't know if it's similar to Mercari I haven't used that app in a while but this is just my recent review on OfferUp as an update um So you have 24 hours to accept um, when someone's purchasing something from you. And then you accept, you have three days to ship. So you can print the label. I wouldn't necessarily recommend just taking it and putting it on the counter at the post office. I would recommend waiting in line and taking it to the desk so you can get the receipt that has the tracking information just so you're covered and just so that you know that it got scanned and you can see that they scanned it and gave you a receipt and then it will show on the app that that 
item got scanned at the post office. If you just leave it on the counter somewhere, you know, God forbid somebody walks past and takes it. I mean, these days people are stealing all kinds of stuff, you know. Um, I don't even live in a very rough neighborhood at all. And, I mean, it is L.A., but it's not yeah, what people think. I mean, I live in a in a beach city, but, you know, not too far away from my house. One of my friends works uh, maybe a 15-minute, 10, 15-minute distance driving from me. And she said that, like, two, I think it was two or three of her coworkers in the last month had their cars broken into with a lot of damages and people trying to steal stuff. And this is in a really upscale um, neighborhood, broad daylight. Um, They work till like 5 p.m. And there's security cameras. Uh, The cameras, after they check the footage, they notice that these people have been breaking into other people's cars in that same lot. And so it's like, they don't really seem to be catching them when they're doing it, but... I guess they're they're kind of familiar, um, which is not good, you know, and there's tons of videos out there with people warning about, you know, don't leave stuff in your car, people are breaking into cars left and right, it seems like, so, um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really test it with the post office, nobody else is looking out for your stuff, and if somebody does take it and runs, like, where are you going to chase them down? You know, it's like, just wait in line and just, you know, let the let the cashier scan it, get the receipt, you're covered, at least you have the tracking information on you, um, and you know that it got placed safely behind the window, um, this time of year, standing in line at the post office sucks, so if you can get there when it opens, just get there when it opens. Like, the last time I went to the post office, I waited 30 minutes. There was only one cashier. I waited 30 minutes in a line of, like, 11 or 12 people. And I got there. It opened at 9. I got there at 9.30. And there was already a line that long. I mean, that line was... It's a small post office, so the line went pretty much to the back door. And then I'm pretty sure by the time I left, the line was, like, curving out the door. Like, it's not the best time of year to be buying stuff or to be like shipping stuff but uh there's not really a way around it um but i would say you know just for safety and you know the whole due diligence you know take it to the cashier um it's gonna take some time for the item to get shipped to the buyer and once they once it arrives you'll see in the app that it shows that the item arrived to the buyer which is nice because you know it shows you all the tracking kind of details that way but the next issue from there is that you have to wait for the buyer to approve that the item was in good condition um so there are extra steps that it's like okay if they want to test it for like one or two days or something that's more time that you have to wait until the money hits your paypal 
Now, way back in the day, we all know how it used to go back in the day when you would post something online and somebody would buy it and automatically you get the full amount for the shipping and the cost of the item. That Those were the good old days. Those days are long gone, you know, because of scammers and everything, people not shipping the items, people trying to drop ship stuff and it's taking like two, three weeks when it should just take like three to five days. Um, it's, it is at a point where it's pretty ridiculous now. Um, so if you think about the time of when you get that notice, if you wait the full time till the third day to ship, you could be looking at six, seven days till you get paid out for the item. Um, so online sales, they can be slow if you really have to wait that long. And they take a cut, you know, so if you make twenty dollars if you make if you sell something for twenty bucks, um, if the shipping's fully covered, you're gonna come out with like seventeen something dollars. And I don't remember I don't know if that's taxed. I think I think you're under ten ninety nine, so I think you have to um pay your own taxes on it. Because I think it's considered contract. Because I think you do have to put in your tax information. So, and to per- the percentage that gets taken out is offer-ups cut. It's not anything else. So you want to make sure that whatever you choose for the shipping, you want to make for sure that that shipping is fully covered by that label that you print. Because otherwise you're coming out of pocket for extra shipping. You want to make sure you have your own boxes and stuff. I mean, Amazon, you know, most people buy a bunch of stuff off Amazon nowadays. You've probably got some boxes sitting around, you know, as long as the item fits and it's the right size, you know, and you can pack it carefully and, you know, make sure there's no other labels showing um, or previous like stickers and all that kind of stuff. So it's not like getting shipped to some strange place. Um... All you want to see is your own shipping label. And you can reuse boxes. You know, it might not look that good if you're reusing all kind of like weird tattered boxes and like putting like weird paper and stuff in there. But if you're really into like selling stuff online, I would say if you order stuff through Amazon Prime and other types of online companies, just have a place to where you can set aside boxes that you get. Try to keep them in good condition try to keep all the packing peanuts keep all the little bubble you know protection things um I know it's annoying but it's like when it comes to times when you're actually motivated or interested in shipping stuff or when you start making sales that'll save you quite a bit of money if you don't have to go and buy boxes for like two three dollars every time you want to ship something um or you can just you know, only sell stuff that's really small. That's one benefit of selling things that that are really small. You don't have to really deal with that so much. Um, it's easy to get, like, manila envelopes and, like, send those. Those are pretty easy to ship. Um, but, yeah, the weirder sized items you get, um, the harder it gets. If it's heavy, if it's bulky, if it's gigantic, you know, it, it, it puts you more at risk for having to pay for the shipping. Um, 
so you just got to be careful you know go through the shipping details uh very carefully before you start actually um you know well before you finish posting the item and seeing how much it's going to fully cost the buyer because you don't want to mess up that part you want them to pay for the shipping completely so that you don't have to deal with it because you are going to lose a lot of money you're losing almost a buck fifty for like every ten dollars you make so approximately it's a little less than that but that's how i would say you know how much i would say um so the other option that's cool with offer up is to not have to ship and to actually have people contact you uh to meet up in person this is an option that i like because you get all the cash in hand you don't have to deal with shipping labels you don't have to deal with the post office but you have to deal with people um so one thing i would recommend for that is you know posting straightforward kind of your expectations you can even go as far as putting your hours in the description being like I'm only available Fridays from 2 to 3 and Sundays from like 9 a.m. to like 10 a.m. or whatever. And like if that's your availability, that's your avail- your availability. Um, I tend to tell people I'm working. So I tell them when my work break is and where I can meet them. And hopefully they understand that, you know, there's a little time pressure. I have not once ever... Had anyone show up on time for a pickup of an item? Not once. Um, So, you know, you want to make sure the pickup is convenient for you. That's what I would recommend. I would not recommend, unless you live somewhere that's super inconvenient, I would not recommend trying to bend over backwards for buyers. Um, If I have to look at the negatives... Um, I mean, people being late when you're waiting somewhere for them can be annoying, you know, usually people are about 15 to 30 minutes late and it's, it's something you can rate them on, but it's like, I don't think people really care. And you know, if you live in a city like LA, it's very common for people to underestimate traffic. Um, it's very, very common that people are going to be late. Um, I've never had anybody show up on time. Even when they say they're going to be there by a certain time, they still are late for when they say that they're going to be there. So it's better maybe not to give a huge window because if you say you're available from like noon to 5 p.m. and you're waiting like across town to meet somebody and then they're like you're there at 1 o'clock because that was the time that you set up and then they're like, oh, I can't make it till 4.30 like what are you gonna go all the way back home and then come all the way back over there again you know people can be flaky um they don't have to put any deposit on the item so for them they're not losing anything other than the gas money it takes to get to you and the time it takes to drive over make sure you mention in the description cash only people will try to pay you in bitcoin and they'll try to do all kinds of weird stuff pay by check or money order or whatever like don't take any of that i wouldn't recommend it because people fake checks 
checks balance people fake you know people fake make these like scam uh money orders these days you know that aren't even real and they look real they'll look completely real until you go to put it into your bank and it won't even you know your bank won't take it your app won't take it the atm machine won't take it and if you take it into the bank they're just gonna you know tell you to call the cops pretty much so you know and they're not gonna take it and then you lose your item and you have no money from it so that's one thing i would say i'm not trying to be super negative about it i'm just saying you got to protect yourself your energy if you're making 20 bucks off of something do you really want to spend like ten dollars in gas to go meet somebody somewhere that might look at your item and just be like i don't really want to buy it anymore you know and then you still have to drive all the way back you know what i mean it's like you kind of got to keep the ball in your own court with some of with some of this um i usually tell people first come first serve uh, some people do, you know, whoever contacted them first. I do first come, first serve because people are flaky. You know, they'll seem like they really, really want to, you know, buy it. And then they have their own life. They have their own goals. They have their own things going on. You know, you don't know these people. They don't know you. There's really no, you know, pressure for them unless they really want something. And then... I've had people offer to pay for for items um, in advance. I don't know if I could recommend that because you don't know what's going to happen. It might be a he said, she said, you know. If you're selling something for 20 bucks and they're like, can you hold it? I'll Venmo you five bucks. And then they say they sent you 15 when they sent you five you know, now you're in person with some weird dispute where you think they owe you $15 and they think they owe you $5. It's like, you know, or people try to lowball you once they see you in person and they're like, ah, oh, like, would you take 10 instead? It's like, no, we agreed on 20, you know. Um, you know, you might have a bunch of people contacting you about stuff, but it's very common for people to reschedule. So I would just say until someone confirms the day of that they're available don't give them availability don't give them the meetup location and don't go over there and start meeting because you know there there will be times when you go and you're trying to meet with somebody and they just aren't there they don't come by you never hear back from them you know always make the meetup place convenient for you i know it sounds selfish but if somebody wants to wants you to drive an hour in traffic just for them to look at something and have you turn back around with no money in your pocket, you know, people will do that because they don't care. They're going to have you meet right next to their house somewhere at like a parking lot at a store across the street or something. And like, you know, like you should have them meet you at the store across the street, you know, is what I'm trying to say. Make it convenient for you. Because if you think about it, sometimes you might have a couple people come look at an item, especially if it's like shoes or something that people want to try on. Some things people don't really know what's what it's really going to be like till it fits. Or they think something is one way and then when they see it in person, they realize they wanted or needed something else. 
you know, I've talked to people that are like, can I have a family member come pick this thing up for me? And, you know, can you hold this for me till this day and all that kind of stuff? And it's like, meanwhile, you're waiting five days to hold for them to come pick up the item. And in the meantime, you have like six other people contacting you, offering you even more money than what you posted the item for. It's like, you know, are you going to rely on this one person and wait for them? And then who knows if they're going to show up or not, you know? Um, So those would be the negatives, I would say. It's just, it can take a little bit of coordination. Even if it's a hot item that people really want, the issue with the in-person meetups is that it, it... you kind of have to coordinate. Um, and if you aren't available at times when there's not a lot of traffic, that makes it even harder. Because now everybody's sitting in traffic, um, driving towards each other. Some people just aren't really good with, with time. Um, you know, people show up late. People don't show up at all sometimes. Um, I mean, there's really no accountability, you know. Um, You can treat it just like any other shopper. Just pretend like you have a store in your car, you know. It's like you're driving your store to meet people. And if they show up, they show up. If they don't, they don't. Um, But the good thing is you do get all the cash that day you don't have to wait for like almost a week for the money to post to your paypal and you don't have to deal with paypal um you're dealing with cash and so and you can mark it right away when it's sold and rate the buyer right away um i always give people good ratings unless i have a reason not to um and people do get angry they're like oh you sold it i was coming later and it's like well it's it's I've been talking to you for like a week and eight other people have been contacting me like what do you want me to do you know it's business so um but yeah right now offer up is pretty cool um Hanukkah just passed Christmas is around the corner Kwanzaa's coming up right after that the New Year's right after that we got all these holidays back to back to back and it's kind of nice, you know, it's kind of nice, um, once, you know, you gotta track trends, you know, once the new year comes, once Christmas is over, people might have a little bit of money in their pockets, they might want to start buying stuff, um, you might be able to find some stuff for relatively cheap that's very lightly used, or open box, but not really heavily used items, and, Um, you know, I would just recommend, you know, if you're really into selling stuff and reselling stuff, um, one of the best things to know is kind of trends on things. I think the easiest things to sell are things that you know. Um, like I know that things like Bluetooth speakers, um, stuff that has to do with gaming, computers, all that kind of stuff, um, even parts, um, devices, accessories, that kind of stuff sells pretty well, um, but if you can source it, you might even be, you know, luckier if you can source things, um, 
I don't quite yet want to tell people where you can source stuff. Um, not all the places. Uh, liquidation, that liquidation.com website can be okay if you've got a lot of money to drop. It's a little risky. Um, because you're buying usually like a pallet of something and then it's like, where are you going to keep all that? If you live like in an apartment, like where are you going to keep a pallet, you know? Um, but you can usually... you know, take a, um, like, garage sales, yard sales, I mean, they're probably, it's probably where you're gonna find cheaper price stuff, and, thrift stores um the issue i would say is you need to be able to test stuff so if you have some type of a portable battery that you can kind of carry i'm not saying like carry like a freaking generator but like if you have some kind of small device that you can take with you to test out things like game boys or whatever bluetooth speakers um, cause sometimes people will say, oh, it's not charged. That's why it doesn't work. And it's like, okay. And then you buy it, even if it's $12 and you buy it and you're trying to flip it and then you get it home and it doesn't work. And it's like, what are you going to go back to the yard sale? So it's, it, it's a little bit difficult, you know, to source from places where you can't test items. Um, but there are a lot of spots. Uh, I just don't want to give away my spots cause um, you know, I don't think I could recommend pawn shops, really, um, because they're pretty savvy to the cost of products online, so they're usually going to sell products to you at the price that you would be selling them in the first place, because they kind of know the competitive rate, um, and they buy it at less already that's how they source it but you know you want to find methods where they're legal you don't want to do like freaking stealing stuff but you want to find methods where you know you can source products and you know make a profit off of it obviously you know and you got to decide for yourself what is the best profit amount um, another hard thing is knowing all the details, which is why I was explaining, you know, there is cost up front if you have nothing, like if you have no supplies whatsoever, you're going to need tape. A lot of times, you know, you, you, USPS, you know, they don't really lend tape at a lot of places anymore. At least the post offices I go to, they don't let you borrow tape anymore you're gonna need boxes you're gonna need packing supplies usually newspaper is good enough but you know depending what you're selling to you might need more than more than just newspaper it just kind of depends what you're selling how you're shipping it you might need actual like hard foam um you don't want the item to break because that would suck because you're already putting all that effort 
it's not no effort to take pictures and post stuff online and write a description and like put all the like model information on it and everything that takes a little bit of time it can be a little bit tedious um that's probably my least favorite part is is that um and waiting in line at the post office I hate that so much but um yeah it's not completely free to be honest because you're gonna need supplies if if you have every single supply that you need that's good you know you're still gonna need a printer to print the labels if you if you're going to Kinko's to print labels that's gonna cost you a little bit of money too you know if you're going to you know if you have to buy boxes that's gonna cost you if you have to buy packing supplies peanuts and all that that's gonna cost you and like I said, you know, offer up takes a small percentage. And then if if the shipping label doesn't cover the full shipping, if you didn't put it accurately or whatever, um, or, you know, sometimes it's hard to judge because when you find the item online, you can estimate, you know, you'll estimate and you'll say, okay, online it says that this drill, this drill with the case uh, weighs however many pounds or whatever and you can put that information in but then they might get you on the size too it might be a bit over the size and so you know they're going to charge you for the size of the item as well as the weight of it um, and when you're packing the boxes you don't want to put like so much stuff in it that it's gonna be heavy like you don't want to like usually packing supplies are super lightweight but you don't want to use something that's gonna be like heavy like magazines or something like I don't know who would use magazines to pack something but you don't want to use something like that that's gonna add extra weight um because the shipping label is based on pretty much what you put um it's okay if the buyer overpays for shipping it's just if they underpay, then when you go up to the window, you're going to have to pay the difference. Um, and like I mentioned before, you know, you you have to calculate taxes for all of your sales, even the cash sales, if you're tracking it on there. You don't, it's a little controversial, you don't really have to track it on there. I wouldn't recommend not tracking it on there, but you could technically just unlist an item. Like, nobody's going to know if, like... Somebody just came by and paid you cash. But they might know because the other person might, the buyer might rate you. And so if the buyer rates you and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, the item isn't there anymore, you know. Instead of stating that you sold the item and that somebody bought it and picked it up and you rating the buyer. It doesn't look good. I, I don't know if you'd be able to get away with that too many times. I don't know if they're really tracking it. I wouldn't want to risk it. It's so easy to get banned from all these stupid sites. Like, even a even an inaccurate bad rating will just make it so you can't sell stuff anymore, and it's it's just a pain, you know. Um, but you know, if you do good work, you know it's it's gonna show. And if you're respectful, and if you have a process that's fair to everybody, you know people are going to come back especially if you're selling stuff that's within a niche that people like and you're able to like source it and get it for a cheaper rate than what 
what they're going to usually find. Usually you're going to be golden. Now, I don't know what I think about Timu and, you know, Alibaba and AliExpress and those types of sites for, like, sourcing products. You do have to wait forever for your stuff to arrive. And a lot of it's not name brand anyways. Um, And so I really... It might be risky... I've never tried it, I've never tried it, but it could be a potential direct route if you actually have something that is, you know, valuable, marketable, um, trendy, um, and good quality. Like, you don't want crap quality stuff, but that could be one method. If you're willing to wait two, three weeks, um, you might be able to use that method instead of having like a Shopify store where you're paying like almost 40 bucks a month or 30 bucks a month if you pay it out annually um and then you know saves you from having to have like a website domain open you know every year um and paying you know whatever you have to pay for your websites and stuff like um, it, it kind of streamlines things, but I, I haven't really seen people, um, opening, like, legit stores. It's mostly people just selling their own stuff. I don't really know if people use OfferUp like that, but I have, I have used OfferUp in the past for selling certain things. This is, but this is way back, like, in the golden days, and so it's kind of like, I don't really know if it works anymore, but I did used to, you know, resell, like, little products, um, that I would test out, and people seemed to want them, and they come buy them, um, it was, like, little collector's silicon items, and people seemed to like it, they were unopened, they were new, I wasn't selling them for too much, I don't think I bought them for too much, um, but let me see if there's any more I have to say about it specifically. Um, I don't think there's too much more I really have to say about it um, that I can think of right this second. Uh, I wouldn't recommend meeting at your house. If you have to, meet outside your neighbor's house. I wouldn't recommend meeting inside your house at all, or even in your yard. Um, you know, I'd say give them, give them the neighbor's address or something, a couple houses down. Um, and say that you'll meet curbside, you know, at that address. You know, you don't want people knowing exactly where you live I mean they might see you walk out of your house but that's the closest I would say to try to get to them because uh, if people know where you live they can come back knock up on your door and be like hey I want my money back they broke your thing and now they they said that it didn't work or it was defective and now they want their money it's like meet at a Ralph's parking lot meet at a bank parking lot uh, a bank parking lot sometimes is a good idea 
Because if people don't bring cash, you know, and they try to, even if you tell them to, and then they don't bring cash, you know, they might come over and try to be like, oh, like, can I give you Bitcoin or whatever, or give you this or give you that? And then you're like, nah, ATM's right there. You know, pay cash, you know, ATM's right there. So... Sometimes people really will try to get over on you. Just be firm. Make it clear in writing before they show up. Like, I haven't had a whole bunch of experiences like that where people try to get over on me, but I've had some experiences where people try to get over on me. Um, I think when I first started using OfferUp, I was selling um, iPhone 6. I, I would repair iPhone 6s. Um, replace the battery, replace the screen, um, and they'd be ready to go. And I would source them by buying them pretty much broken screen, but able to be tested and clean IMEI. And I would test it in my car at like a gas station or a McDonald's parking lot if I needed, like, Wi-Fi or anything, and I would test the phones in my car using USB, make sure everything worked. If it didn't work, you know, that was that. And I would buy them off of people for, I guess, somewhere between 20 to 40 bucks. I'd have them sign a bill of sale. And then, you know, other days during the week, like, after I fixed them, other days during the week, I'd sell it. Um to other buyers and it was pretty good it was really good business actually um but as with all things technology you know the iphone 6 is now pretty much obsolete so that lasted as long as the iphone 6 lasted and then i couldn't really do that anymore but that was probably my most lucrative side hustle where it was easy to source products and easy to sell them people wanted to sell them because they needed the cash the program that i took that explained how to do it is they explained to um source items by posting on craigslist you know wanted ads for how much you would pay in cash for a good uh, working iPhone um, that just needed a replace battery or screen um, and had a good camera, had a good mic, everything was good. And I, I had to test it in person. And I explained, you know, I'll give you money for what it's worth. If it fully checks out and it has to have a clean IMEI and it can't be needing payments on it and it can't be a dirty phone, you know, nothing stolen. And you have them sign that bill of sale with their ID information um, in case there's some kind of legal situation. It's like this person signed and promised that it wasn't stolen. And so, you know, you don't want to you don't want to mess with that. But, um, because, you know, people can trace these phones, too. It's like, 
you don't want to be the one with the phone traced in your hand that somebody says, hey, some somebody swiped my phone. And then a few days later, they come by with the cops showing up at your door because you've got the phone that's showing up on the on Find My iPhone. You don't want that. Like if you have a bill of sale that explains, hey, you know, I have a copy of this bill of sale. You give them the buyer a copy and you have a copy and you're like, they signed this. This is their ID information that they gave to me. I took a picture of their ID, um, you know, and, you know, they signed with their contact information stating that it wasn't stolen. I mean, what are you supposed to do after that? Like, I mean, I don't know. You might still be able to get in trouble, but it's like that's the most you can kind of do to prove to yourself. And you could probably still have the correspondence of like, hey, can we meet up and going to sell this phone and all these kind of all the kind of correspondence from the Craigslist ad, you know. But now I think it costs money to like post ads on Craigslist. It's not free anymore. Nothing's free anymore. Um, but um, yeah, if you can find something that you can source, I would just say don't go wild buying a whole bunch of stuff if you know you can't um, if you don't know if you can unload it I would say test a couple items first test one or two you can estimate how long it's going to take to sell it how much it costs to source it um that's if you're buying you know used stuff I have like I said I haven't tried these like Chinese companies and like reselling from from like brand new items I've sold items that were new that were mine but I've never sold them actually no yeah other than those silicon items those are the only ones I sold that were unopened brand new items that sold super quick um but also it was a little controversial and I I got banned for it so uh that's why I'm not even saying what it was that I was selling but it wasn't anything illegal. It was just not okay with offer up. They didn't like it. Um, it was something similar to like a a pipe. Like they're like, you can't sell these. I'm like, fine, but um, I wasn't selling anything with it. Just the item in a box or in a in a bag or in plastic, you know. So. I don't know. Or if you make things, you might be able to sell stuff that way, too. Um, But, I don't know. For the holidays, it's kind of a good idea. Um, I'd say test it all out. If you're really looking for something on the side, um, it's just not predictable. Um, I would really say gaming accessories and anything related to like computer, laptop, you know, work from home type of accessories, those those do pretty well. Cell phones are kind of really hard these days because there's so many like issues trying to like get them. Um check Craigslist, check eBay, see what's already selling. It's kind of like common knowledge, see what's already selling. Um the issue is getting your hands on certain things um, to sell it at a profit. And like I mentioned, you have to calculate into the profit all the expenses of like the shipping, the taxes, the fee that you pay to offer up after you 
uh, sell something. If you do promote your item, you're spending more money promoting it um, for the potential that it might sell faster or might sell in general. But I don't know. It's just, it's really hard to say. Sometimes it's going to be really, really hard to say. But yeah, good luck out there. Like, it's not impossible. It's not, um, you know, it's also just not predictable, you know. And, you know, some people sell clothes. Some people sell, you know, I've seen people selling all kinds of stuff. Um, one of my favorite things to sell is snowboarding gear, but it's just hard to sell. Like, some of the bigger pieces, um, like helmets, gloves, bindings, um, goggles, those are kind of easier to sell. Boots, boards, they're kind of huge. Um, so unless somebody's picking it up, that's the cool part about pickup though, is that you can have those bigger items there for pickup and you don't have to worry about the shipping. But like I mentioned, you have to worry about meeting with people and all, all that, that come, all that comes with that. So, I mean, I'm not trying to be negative about it. I'm just saying like, that's kind of the full picture. Um... It's hard to get your money right away these days with the in-person. You know, it's hard to really schedule with people. Even if you're available all the time, they still, people might want to meet you at 930 at night still and things like that that are just like weird. Um, Or they might want you to come to their house or something. Like, I would just say, you know, meet outside, meet near the car, uh, meet near somebody else's driveway meet you know at a public space at a at a um what do you call it like at a store I would almost recommend to um to ask for exact change so that you're not trying to open up your wallet and take out some bills and then have somebody try to steal your money I mean I it's not very likely that there's going to be all these crimes and things, but I'm just saying, like, if you're selling an item that costs, like, 300 bucks, like, if you're selling, like, a nice snowboard, three, four, five hundred bucks, you know, um, or 450 bucks or whatever, and you're, and you're trying to give somebody back, you know, they give you 500 bucks, and then they want 50 bucks back in cash, and then they see that you have more than 50 bucks, you know, they really might try something, you know, um, you just never know with people these days, um, usually, I have never had any issues like that, like, I've met up with people that almost looked like they were, like, scandalous, you know, um, but I have never, honestly, had any problems with anybody, I've only met up with people who are respectful, I've had problems with people maybe online, but I've never had problems with people in person, even when I was doing the iPhones, and that was probably one of the sketchier things, like, meeting people to do that, because I would have to test them in my car and stuff, and, like, some of the people were, like, I'm just thinking, like, where'd they get this phone from, and it was, like, a little weird, 
um but I made it all clear I'm like you have to have your ID I have to take a picture of your ID you know made it all clear so I I felt like it would deter anybody who was going to try anything. It's like, well, you're not going to get the 40 bucks for me if you don't have your ID, if you're not willing to sign the paper, if your phone doesn't check out, or if I can't check it because I can't open it, you know, we're not going to do this. You know what I mean? Um, and it's a small enough amount of money, 40 bucks or 20 bucks for a phone or whatever. It's a small enough amount of money that nobody's going to really like try anything over it it's not like it's like 400 500 bucks or something like i mean people will do weird crazy desperate things for even 40 bucks but i mean it's not it's honestly not so much that like you feel like you're at risk because you're carrying all this money in your in your pocket or whatever you know um I feel like it's a safe amount. Like, sometimes I feel like when you're selling stuff and you're in person and you're dealing in cash and it's, like, large amounts of hundreds of dollars, you know, people kind of might assume you have that kind of money just, like, on you all the time, too. And, you know, if you keep talking and you're like, oh, I sold one of these yesterday and I just sold one right before I got to you and then they know you're selling them for, like, 300 bucks a pop, whatever it is, it's, like they know you've probably got at least 300 to 600 on you and it's like you know i mean offer up hasn't become like some weird like thing like that but you never know these days guys unfortunately you know the world is becoming a weird place and i'm not trying to scare people i'm just saying you know i mean i'm from LA i'm not i'm not like you know anybody like super you know, I wouldn't say I was, like, raised in the streets or anything, but it's, like, you gotta have some street smarts, you know, you can't just be inviting people over for dinner to, like, buy stuff, you know, like, you really gotta treat it like a business, you know, exchange information about this sale, about the sales and stuff only, like, you're not, you're not engaging with people, um, trying to talk about, um, you know, any other kind of weird thing, you know, you're literally just, um, you know, trying to, you know, get your, get your business going and you can use the money to, you know, buy new products. Um, if it's just a one-time thing, you're just looking for quick cash I will say that it's not really quick. Um, in all honesty, it's not as quick as it could be. Um, if you have stores near you, like Play It Again, um, like it's a used sports store kind of place, places that take used instruments, places that take used stuff, that's faster money. It might not be as much money because you can't really call the shots, but you could always call those places and be like, how much would you offer me for this? and check and see if it's worth it more to just go with that offer versus using this app, you know, because there is a little bit of coordination with the in-person stuff, and even if it's a really hot item, I'm telling you, people don't coordinate well, people have weird work schedules, and if you have a weird work schedule, people want to meet on weekends, and maybe you want to rest, you know, it's a little weird, but, um, yeah, that's what I have to review about OfferUp lately. 
Um, I mean, the app itself was pretty simplistic. If you had an old account that got banned, you might have to kind of jump through hoops to get a new account going. Um, but yeah, you're usually going to be good to go. Um, I don't know how much people can do before Christmas, but you know, it might be prime time after Christmas as well, though, because people have money to buy stuff. You know, people get a little cash for Christmas sometimes, so that might work too, but. Yeah, guys. Um, that's a bit about it for now. If I can get things working up on Kick, I'll be on there. I don't know what I'll be doing. It might just be gaming, playing Magic the Gathering online. I only like to play the computer. I don't like to play against other people. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't really play any other games right now. That's the only game I'm kind of into. Um, I'm probably going to check out this Grand Theft Auto on Netflix. They have games on there, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I'd rather play the play the PC version. Um, I'm not so much into mobile gaming. Um... I don't have an Ixalan set yet of Magic the Gathering. I was considering getting one, but I don't really want to. Uh, I don't really want to buy one right now. Um, it's just not a necessity, and I'm not going to be playing Magic Live right now, anyways. So I don't know if I'm really going to buy one. I think you can get a free. Uh, uh, three free boosters online now uh, you have to log into your account though I got an email about it the other day I think that's what it was Three. I don't know if it's three free cards or th- three free booster packs of Ixalan um, when I was at Comic Con you know I went to the Magic the Gathering panel where they were talking about Ixalan um I don't know, guys. I want to, like, try and do some different stuff. Um, if I can get things rolling up and running, I'll, I'll, you'll know because I'll let you know. But um, we'll see how long that takes because I've actually got other things I need to be prioritizing. Uh, but that's it for now.